guys bill brasky of the brasky fat cast uh sad news this week we lost fez watley uh one of the greatest radio shock jocks of all time uh i highly suggest you folks go to uh youtube up some ron and fez bits soundboard fez is hilarious uh pretty much anything with fez is just great the man was a genius it was theory of the mind i really try to make the show almost a copy of ron and fez where it's just buddies hanging out and talking and having a good time r.i.p fez you know, we can't bring up uh, fruit juices without playing a clip. <laughs> Which uh, clip oh, is that? This clip. Now, the blueberry is one that can't work on its own. It has to have something with it, like the kiwi. It's uh, not a, a stand-alone fruit. Um... Why isn't that viral on the internet? <laughs> that is the most uncomfortable moment in radio history. Oh, my God. <laughs> Cult Logic can animate it. Now, the blueberry is one that can't work on its own. It has to have something with it, like the kiwi. It's uh, not a, a stand-alone stand fruit. Um... Co- oh, yeah, yeah. Coke Logic, we're going to be a team on this. You animate, you'll get all the fame and glory, but it's got to go on my channel. Get to yeah. it, Coke Logic. Now, the blueberry is one that can't work on its own. It has to have something with it, like the kiwi. It's uh, not a, a stand-alone fruit. Um... Well, hiya, buddies. Welcome back to the show. This is, of course, the Brasky Podcast. Tonight on the show, we are joined by the legend himself, the man who is taking over Taiwan mile by mile. Wasted. Wasted, how are you tonight, sir? I'm fine. Doing all right. (laughs) Fantastic. Good to hear. The next guest tonight is like a shotgun to your head, Mr. Miser. Miser, how are you tonight, sir? Miser? Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. Hey, I'm doing good, my man. How you doing? Fantastic. 
And folks, this week, uh, he is now on out on assignment. Uh, Mr. Uh, Gene R. Liars is not going to be with us this week, but returning to his co-host chair, the man from Japan. There's no ambient tonight, so no one has to cry. The man from Japan himself, Estrange Twat. E.T., how you doing, buddy? Hey, everyone. What's up? I'm back. I'm, I'm back. It's me. Yeah. So on that note, guys, uh, welcome everybody to the show. Uh, I want to thank Red Hook last week for being an amazing guest. Uh, this week's show, we're going to be talking about a few different subjects. Our first subject of the evening is going to be, well, Axl Rose beating the music industry. And what I mean by that is, folks, Axl Rose off be it uh, the head of Universal Music, Jimmy Ione, it doesn't matter. Axel has told them, fuck you, I'll do what I want. They said, Axel, we want, we got one more fucking album under contract. Axel says, sure, when it's ready. They said, well, we need it. And Live Nation says, listen, Axel, we can't guarantee you all these, all the money you want for the tour if there's no new songs. Axel says, I got this covered. Kill two birds, one stone. Hey, Slash, hey, Duff, here are my leftovers from Chinese Democracy. Just just put fucking tracks over them. Yeah, I'll lay my vocals over. No, 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 I'll do touch-ups. No, but I'm not going to, uh, you know, do much else. So once again, folks, Axl Rose has, you know, conquered Irving Azoff, UMG, Live Nation, the fans, Slash, and Duff. And I'm shocked. I want to know the opinions. Um, first opinion I want to know about all this is actually Wasted's, because Wasted, I think you're going to have a uh, point of view on this, that it was like a Machiavellian move by Mr. Rose, that this was the plan from the beginning. <clears throat> that's what well that's actually what he said at china exchange isn't it he said that they weren't going to be like just uh, letting slash and duff write tracks for him to sing over they're going to be working like they did from afd from vocals so any vocal that he's done that you've heard like nothing or uh eye on you even if they're not finished i think those are the tracks that he's thinking you know slash can work off that or they can redo the old tracks but what they're really doing is reversing you know like chinese democracy they had like alt rock songs and they're like played by like new metal mu- musicians or something like they're kind of like hard rock songs like uh street of dreams or uh, there was a time but it's played by alt rock alternative this way is the other way around it's like a a new metal or electronic track like Silkworms is being played by a like hard rock band. And that's so true, man. And I in his mind, on that. Yeah, in his mind, he's sort of like, he's flipping it back. So you get the best of both worlds, really, don't you? you My question slash. would be, how is that affecting the fans? Like, for instance, Estrange Twat, who's a fan from the Use Your Illusion days, AFD days. I don't think he was that big on the Chinese democracy days. Do you, you know, how does that affect, you know, your fan base that's going to want to hear music like, you know, you could be mine or welcome to the jungle and you're delivering yeah, them Riyadh and oh my same, God, I mean, wasted. What do you think? It's the same problem as Chinese democracy, but in reverse. So he's giving in this. So if you get, if you get one thing, like if you get slash and duff, like the hard rock that Axel doesn't really want to do, then you're going to get, silkworms on the other side you're never going to get a straight hard rock track because they never do anything the same again do they well hard so school's gonna want, be a pretty straightforward hard rock track once again and but i know all you, you bastards hope. are out there itching to find out the release date of it 
Um, I'm hearing it's going out to radio stations in September. I have uh, heard from a few radio station inside sources. Yes, that's correct, Billy. Get your wheelchair all spinning. Brasky inside sources say that coming this September, Hard School is going to be released just like Absurd was. Now, Absurd kind of, you know, snuck up and, you know, tickled me on the asshole. I was surprised. I didn't know what was going on. I was like, whoa, where did that finger go? Didn't want it to happen. E.T., what do you think about this? Where do you, what do you think about the direction? Well, I am shocked that radio stations are still a thing. <laughs> I mean, I haven't listened to terrestrial radio or any kind in almost 20 years. I, yeah, but I you live in imagine. Japan. What are you going to listen to on Japanese radio? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. That's the number one hit. Nailed it. Uh, <laughs> ding, 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 the satellite I mean, radio, though, isn't it? Top of, top of the charts for like 60 weeks. Um, Sorry, Gum Gum style for the fiftieth time. You know the uh, you know the phrase, you know you can't you can't put lipstick on a pig. Uh, I'm going to change a little. You can't or the GNR moderator. <laughs> you can't put lipstick on a goat. Hey, you, Ranger Ragnar disagrees with you on that one, sir. <laughs> well, that's true. You're you full can't of put shit. lipstick on a goat and expect anybody other than Ragnar to stick his dick in it because it's still a goat, right? I mean, Ragnar is going to try to impregnate it and make Ragnar <laughs> human-goat hybrids, but the rest of us are going to be like, that is a disgusting, smelly barn animal. Yeah, you know, and, but here's the difference. You know what? It bothers me that Ragnar does all these things with the goats. But you know what? He only does them with white goats. He won't do it with a black goat. He discriminates. If Ragnar sees a black goat, he won't even touch it. He won't even look at it. He's very well, racist you know, when it comes to goats. I just think he's got standards. What can I say? But, but <gasps> silkworms <laughs> is... Hey, this goes on, excuse me, I, as, as the host of the show, i got to correct this right now. As uh, the host of the Brasky Fatcast, uh, we'd like to make an official statement that we find uh, all sheeps beautiful, being them white or black, and we're sad that uh, gypsies don't rape both of them. I mean, not, we don't agree with them and their hate. All right, well, back to the show. Gypsies, what are you going to do, right? But no, I'm, I was just saying, silkworms is still, you can put lipstick on it, but it's still goddamn silkworms. The worst song, like, it, I thought it was a joke. I remember hearing it, Rock and Rio 3, and I was like, are they just making this up as they go? Is this an improv? It, I mean, it doesn't sound like a finished song. It just, it, it's hands down, one of, and we've heard a very good portion, thanks to, uh, you know, Dick Dunford and, 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 and Leakgate 2019, of all those songs... Silkworms? I mean, it's shit. It is such shit. And the only possible nice thing I have to say about Silkworms is that it's 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 funny that Axel sings it with that stupid fake British accent for no reason, and it makes me want to listen to Down on the Farm. All right. So the next thing, since you mentioned that's stupid, a clue. Okay. Well, wait. We're going to get your input on this too. So give me just one second here. Then we're going to go to Miser because obviously stupid British accents. Miser is the king of. But one of the things when you're listening to Absurd that's funny is how bad the cut is. Like Karam is such a butcher that he didn't he didn't even take out the fucking edit that you hear in the middle of it. And not to be rude, but with how Absurd's placed, if you guys have ever heard the great Saturday Night Live bit, Space Pants. Do you see my pants? They're Space Pants with Gwen Stefani and the midget from uh, Game of Thrones. I'm telling you, the fucking song, it sounds similar. So what we're going to do is this. 
Wasted, I want you to say your thought. When you're done with your thought, Miser, I want you to kind of give us your opinion on it because it's fake British accents. So we'll go to the Brit, then we'll go to Miser. What? Okay. Wasted, you're up. I just, I, I think that's the clue, though, isn't it? When you say that it's sung in the sort of Johnny Rotten uh, British accent, it's like punk. And that's what they like latched onto, like Duff and stuff and uh, slash latched, latched on to this sort of fast energy but they basically changed the entire they changed the song really it doesn't really sound the guitar parts are completely like slash Ricky's just emptied a bottle of pills <laughs> <laughs> fucking Christ you heard that I mean, right? there, was, there was barely any song to change it was just a bunch of dicking around on, on synthesizer I mean yeah, but they took they basically they Slash can take any kind of demo or idea and they've all, they've already said that that they they they've heard like the Chinese democracy tracks and they would just play them a little bit different and that's what they did. So you've got Slash and Duff on the track, but it doesn't really sound anything like the parts that were on the original track, but it does have that punk thing and oh, I like I think I think Randy the... said on I think Randy said on the uh, uh on the page on the forum he said it's basically like down on the farm meets Garden of Eden. It doesn't have a lot of like development. It's not progressive rock or you know, there's no long solo. It's just got this oh, sort of just, punk energy. So shitty. And they t- and they took out the line. What can I do with like a bitch, bitch like, like you? For no reason. Well, m- maybe it's just a, a no-no word these days. Yeah, but, but they say all kinds. It's okay. Yeah, that's factual. I mean, come on, dude. Have you ever ridden on the fucking tour bus with Beta? Pussy full of maggots. I mean, I think he's just making a call that maybe, uh, you know, Beta's got to be throwing some summer eves up there. Yeah, but it's not hate speech, is it? It's just sort of, it's not a negative derogatory word. By yeah. the way, maybe maybe it's just me, but I watched the um, the video, the Medusa head. I found that absolutely repulsive. I thought it was so disgusting. Yeah. I just think it's. I think it's just what the video from the live show. Yeah, they're not putting any. Nobody puts any effort into singles anymore. No, it's it's the backing. You know, it's what's on their big screens. I mean, obviously Fernando likes it because he pays people to do that bullshit. For Somebody him, did it, but, yeah. but um, it lasts. It, it lasts a week. I just yeah. think it's gross. It's just some rotting woman. Oh, connection lost. Hello. Yeah, we can hear you. You're fine, brother. You're still with us. Am I here? You're here. Speaking yeah. of here, Miser, it was your turn when uh, Wasted was done ch- chatting a little bit because we were talking fake, fake British accents, and there's no one that I know that enjoys a fake British accent as much as you. So what are your thoughts on Absurd and, you know, kind of the whole GNR experience and Axel uh, being the king of all cuckolds? Well, um, I mean, it's a well-established fact that Axel's a cuckold. I mean, back in the 80s, he even said he enjoys being cuckold, but that's besides the point. Um what I'd say is that the whole thing is rather absurd, isn't it? You know, I mean, if you think about it, it's right in the title. I mean, it's kind of a joke on the fans, if you think about it. It's sort of, you know, I mean, it's absurd. It even changed the title. It's kind of like the jokes within the title itself. Like, we're releasing a single that's so absurd, we're calling it absurd. But no, to be serious um, for a moment, what do you call it? I think that um, it's just fucking weird. I mean, the song, even like you guys are talking about Slash adding guitars and shit. I wouldn't, you wouldn't even think that was Slash on a guitar, really. People are like, oh, I can recognize his tone. I can't. I mean, if somebody said to me that was Buck Bumblefoot on the fucking track, I'd believe it. It doesn't even sound like Guns N' Roses. And I'm not saying that like in a all old-fashioned sort of way. It just doesn't sound... And the mixing, too. Like I forget who was saying it. It's shit. For, no matter if for Guns N' Roses or rock and roll in general, it's a fucking shitty mixing. The fucking cover of the single that they put on like Apple Music and other streaming services. 
Huh? Yeah, it's definitely not. Doesn't sound exactly like the AFD or user illusion production. But it, he's going to do a new production each mm-hmm. time. And but I think like the the riff does sound like Slash, and it, mm-hmm. it does it doesn't sound like Bumblefoot. But mm-hmm. you're right. Oh, yeah, but, it, um, the whole track doesn't really. You know what I it sounds like? It it sounds like a like a mid '90s prodigy song with like yeah. a British act with a British guy singing it like a like well, PIL meets um, mid '90s prodigy. Like if you if you yeah. we, well, we Keith, should do like a Keith blind Flint test. Is, Keith What's Flint that? is British, yeah, like Firestarter. I'm a Firestarter. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. It sounds like that, but I mean, but but I doing that, that, Johnny. I think the Duff and Slash Duff maybe likes that. Probably because I mean he's into all that punk shit. I mean they yeah. like you, like you said they try to punk it up, but at the same time and they've though, done it before and they've done it before like on uh, was it down on the farm? Isn't that yeah, got yeah. a sort of yeah fake British like Johnny Rotten act? So that's no, just one of Axel's voices. But that we're all like uh, supposedly diehard fans and picking over things. But yeah, I think that the vocal is the one thing. Like on every song, there's something that you go, well, this isn't going to be a single because of this. But I think this isn't supposed to be the real single. This is like It's So Easy or Shacklers. You, it's supposed you, to be like grab attention, get everybody to go, what the fuck? And, you know, it's shocking. That's a good so point. I, I actually I actually was thinking of something along the same lines. I noticed something ever since the spaghetti incident, right? Axel's kind of buried the lead, by which I mean is that since the Spaghetti Incident, the lead single or the initial single off every record since has been a song that's dissimilar to the rest of the album. For example, Spaghetti Incident, the main single from that was Since I Don't Have You, which is utterly different from the rest of the album. Then you had Chinese Democracy. Now, Chinese Democracy, technically the initial single for that was Oh My God. You think your comeback well, song, first song in five years, and it's a fucking industrial song. And actually, there's even the... I, the first song from Spaghetti Incident was Ain't It Fun. That was the first single. That's right, what, but wasn't, wasn't the for. main? But wasn't the main one though with the video and everything was, uh, you know, since I don't have you, that's the one I really promoted. Yeah, but that was at, that, that was that was well after the record came out. Oh, okay, no, no, because I mean, I mean, what do you call it? I just know that I got a very bad reception when it came out, and that that was something people yeah, latched well, onto. Guns was they were a joke at the time. People were like, oh, these guys are still around. Hmm. Yeah. But like even but, like with um CD, you, you know, you had the two main singles. I believe was the '99. You had Oh My God. And then in 2008, you had, I think it was um, Shackle's Revenge. And yeah, so and that those world, two. Yeah. Now this, it's like he, he does this on purpose. I think I think it's either some sort of misdirection he does, like for fun, or I don't know. I feel like maybe it's kind of what, because if you notice, there's actually industrial elements to um, Since I Don't Have You in the beginning with the Let keyboard. Let me add a layer to this, guys. One of the things that I've been told, and this has been from people, not, I, I haven't heard this from, you know, some of my direct people, but one or two of the people that I talk to that usually are pretty in tune with things. And one of our own uh, members of our own form wags, because, you know, him and the GNR Evo guys, they noticed that the background to the video screen actually has, Oh my God, lyrics on it on some of the things that was taped during soundcheck. And the rumors of, Oh my God, coming back are loud. I mean, dude, it sounds fucking ridiculous, but the fact is they could have a slash duff version of, Oh my God, them playing within the next three weeks if the tour doesn't get canceled. I mean, it's fucking nuts to me. I just figured I'd well, give you guys that little bit of information because it kind of that may paints. as well be a new song too. Because honestly, that landed with the biggest thud. I mean, other than a handful of Guns N' Roses fans, no one's ever even heard. Oh my god! You had to I mean, buy the End of Days fucking CD back in the day, like I did back which in I did. I did first day it was available, but no radio didn't touch it. Uh, there was no video. No, I mean, nobody cared. 
I bought the soundtrack though to get that song. Oh, the yeah, end of day soundtrack. Yes, same and, also, and then that and then introduced when, me to some of those other bands that were on it. Oh, like, like the new metal stuff. Yeah, I can't remember what it was. Yeah, it was corn. But was the, all, it was, it was if you did the slowed down version, right? If you did a slowed down version of Oh My God, if you just slow it down a little bit and play the riff a bit clear, clearer, then it starts to sound a lot more like a, a real, like, user illusion era Guns N' Roses song. Oh my, it has oh all the different songs. Oh, my God. Oh, mm-hmm. oh, my God, just a little bit, though. It's a great song. I mean, Oh, my God's one of their best rockers, but you can't understand what the fucking guy's saying. Yeah, the chorus, it, though. The chorus the is stronger. With distortion. It's actually, I'd say, oh my God, it's the best thing that he's put out since, um, you know, since 93 or since 91, whatever. I don't think anything really on even Chinese democracy lived up to that in terms of just pure anger really? and venom. I mean, I'm a diehard prostitute fan. I think that's one of the most underrated songs out of the whole catalog of Guns N' Roses. I think it's as good well, as anything on Use Your Illusion. I have to disagree there. I think Prostitute reminded me of just like a discount Evanescence song, honestly. Like with the orchestration and shit, it reminded me of like that sort of whatever you want to call that, like... um you know, metalcore or whatever the fuck sound. Yeah, but know, actually it gave me the same vibes as Amy Lee did, because when I watch Amy Lee or here, I just think of, like, a kind of chubby girl that has emotional issues that will definitely blow you. So, you know, I don't get that from Axel, even though he oh, kind of is a chubby never girl. Know. And, I mean, he might blow you, you never know. I think the carryover from This I Love into Prostitute, that they probably should have been one song with This I Love should have been, like, the chorus or something, and then uh, Prostitute should have been, like, the d- dynamics of the actual song. But I think it had that Twilight vibe. Didn't people used to say it should be yes, on the Twilight yes. soundtrack? There he goes. That's, or yep. Something like mm-hmm. that. I agree. Yes, I know what he saw. I yes. just think it's a shitty song. Evan Essence too. If if it was, the piano was heavier, again, he could have sold out a lot more than he did. But what they did was, well, what Axel seemed to go was with was brain with all the drums and and the synths. And it's <laughs> if you it listens more, it, it listens. It sounds a lot more like. Um, uh, that massive, uh, massive attack song, unfinished symphony. Yeah, or, like trip. Yeah. What's the the Verve song? Uh, Bittersweet symphony. Yeah, yeah. yeah if you Verve. mix those two together, it kind of has that kind of thing, but it's a lot more le- electronic. So, I mean, Axel put it on the end of the album. It's like his electronic sort of. But I don't really hear a lot of electronic elements to it, really. When you, if you break it, remember that. The, the demo or the uh, the tracks that came out, somebody made me a piano and vocals version. Mm-hmm. Sure. And you can hear the vocal and you can hear the piano. And yeah. well, only buckets guitar is much clearer. What, what, what? All the Chinese democracy songs are the vocals. That's what we want to hear. We want to hear Axel's vocals. That's the voice of the band. And Prostitute has some of the worst vocals on the album. I mean, yeah. he doesn't well, it's even... Wall of sound, isn't it? It's Wall of Sound. The whole but album is basically you can all the sound. You the bury the bury the vocal in the music. I mean, you have. I'm assuming you have the isolated vocals, right? Um, I did a while uh, ago. I did at anymore. some point, and I have it. I still have, and, and it's so disappointing to, to hear because he doesn't even. I mean, he doesn't even say the word prostitute. He goes prostitute. Yeah, prostitute myself. Prostitute. I mean, that's the title of the song. Enunciate, asshole. But that's why he doesn't. He doesn't announce it. He he doesn't announce it. Song two when it came out because nobody could hear him say prostitute. He he doesn't announce it. Well, it's very clear, is it? Well, no, even like in even in older songs though, like um, what the fuck is it? Perfect crime. It sounds like he's singing bad sodomy instead of bad side of me. 
I mean, if you really listen to it, it sounds like bad sodomy. It sounds like he's saying don't fuck with the bad sodomy. Well, that's just you. Sodomy. I mean, you like good sodomy, so you're, you know, you don't want any bad sodomy. Yeah. Also, there's another thing is that with uh, silkworms and uh, uh, absurd, I remember like remember Duff before like they really got back together with Axel, or maybe they did get back together with Axel. He was saying that you know we don't we didn't used to really trust Axel on certain things decisions, but like he was talking about patience. I can't know if he what did he write on patience. Anyway, he wrote he had something to do with patience and he was saying that Axel has this really good knack of like like pop creating these pop moments like with the whistling on mm-hmm. on patience. I think that's and, what it was uh, that they didn't distrust. They didn't like the whistling. Yeah, yeah. At the time they didn't they didn't like the whistling, but Duff was saying that we have like like well he was saying that he had Axel has this talent for like, you know, these things that he puts in become kind of like a thing, like the whistling. So maybe mm-hmm. that's what happened with Absurd. And, you know, he's got this kind of, it's an off-the-wall, in, very interesting, like, colorful lyrics. And then if they can, like, get hold of the, the essence of the song, maybe Duff is thinking, you know, Silkworms, it's, you know, it stands out from the, the, rest, of, uh, the rest of the pack. You know, if you compare that to uh, Contraband or something, Contraband sounds like the lyrics are bland. You, you never really know what they're talking about. The mm-hmm. music's never interesting. But what Axel does is pulls everybody around till it gets to this point where it's kind of like something different. Mm-hmm. So that's that's the best thing about it. You, it's like a sort of like what the fuck. The same, but it's always been like that from Appetite. Then you go into like you think, okay, another Appetite. No, what do they do? They do like acoustic, and then you go, okay, they're gonna do Appetite with acoustic. No, they're gonna do like November Rain, like piano ballads, and everybody's gonna complain about that. And my world. So there's always this, like, Axel's a bit of a, like, loose cannon doing, like, My World or doing some kind of, like, one in a million. He's always going to do yeah, something the, that's going to cause three, it. On the three occasions, he's actually sat down and recorded music. <laughs> yeah, um, but his job is lyrics and vocals, and he's done the vocals, I actually he's done think, the lyrics. I think he's, a, okay, I'm going to, by the way, about you saying his job is lyrics and vocals. I actually think his biggest problem is lyrics. What I mean by that is that Axel comes up with a lot of melodies. From what I understand, from what I've read, he comes up with a lot of melodies, like a lot of piano or just melodies. But I think he has a problem writing lyrics. I think he's had that for a very long time. I mean, if you look back, even in the Use Your Illusion days, everybody was waiting on the lyrics. Like, most of the songs were done in 89 or 90. They were just waiting on him to write lyrics. Like, I think he should actually hire somebody, honestly. You know? I think it's it's more that what he writes about, he actually... like he cares about it or it's something personal but you've only got one person in the band you used to be izzy used to help you know right, write lyrics right. and stuff so he's so it became a little bit he's is a little bit too it's a bit like out it's either out to get me like a rant song like silkworms mm-hmm. or out to get me or something or then it's like this really meaningful like poetry that he has to get just right but you know, he doesn't really react. He doesn't really write enough songs on his own either, does he? He only mm-hmm. only this I love on CD is his song. Right, the rest of them are written right. by other people. Yep. Guys, am I wrong to be? I don't know. I'd say I wouldn't say excited's the word, but at least happy to hear that Axel cares again. Like the fact that he put out Absurd means that he's fucking with Slash and Duff, and he's fucking with the record label. The fact that he's doing that instead of putting out Hard School or perhaps or Atlas, which are done, which none of the fans have ever even heard, except if you got, you know, the um, 
the certain things that came out in 19 that everyone got at mygnrform.com, especially if you were club members. Club <laughs> members got early access to those leaks. Just so you guys all know, mygnrform.com, club membership, $15 a month. Might get if you the leaks work, first. Just click, just click refresh. Just click refresh. And if it doesn't work again, hit F5. But aside from that, guys, look at the fact that this is like a master plan. Like Axel's been sitting back in the wings and, you know, he's lost some weight. He came back 2016, Axel, like the fat cast fucking told you he would. He, he wants I don't to- know. Maybe maybe you're giving him too much credit. Maybe he's. Maybe yeah, I think no. I, I think no, because dude, if he really cared, he would have at least bothered to redo the fucking vocal track. I mean, I think it's he, just he's like, no, but here's what happened in 2019. He went in there because all the vocals were done from uh, fucking Chinese Democracy era and for another album. They were all done. Right. He went in there and he listened to what Slash and Duff already like put on the studio and he added in different vocals. Like where you hear the part where it goes absurd, you know. That part's a new vocal for shit that he touched up in 2019 that fucking Fernando confirmed. You know, it's, this, it's, this oh, wasn't okay. bullshit. I mean, I mean, they just cut and paste when he said absurd. They just cut and paste it over and over. Yeah, but what I'm saying is he went and he did the touch-ups, dude. The vocals are done. Everything is done. The thing with him, though, is that he's now getting songs like Oh My God fucking put out there. Supposedly the song is going to be called Liars, which it's fucking crazy that there's this rumor going on. And I wouldn't have believed it because, you know, Pittman, you know, had a lot to do with that. But the basic way that the shit's... I don't think think Pittman Pittman didn't do it. It was Paul Tobias had a lot to do with Oh My God. Well, Pittman had a lot to do with Silk Worms. Yeah, it, it, was, it was it was dizzy like dizzy it was dizzy and uh, Tobias that did uh, oh my god yeah 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 towel just confirmed it. yeah dizzy and uh, Paul wrote um oh my god but I thought we made that up as a joke I didn't think that was uh, I think that, I don't think that was serious no in his pre- in his press release remember the press release that you've always talked about he even says that the song was written by Dizzy Reed and Paul Tobias back in '97 no no I'm saying. I wrote a post saying, oh, well, you fuckers didn't like it when I released it 20 years ago, so here's what you get. This is our new song. Maybe he yeah. read your post and was inspired. <laughs> yeah, seriously, dude. He's fucking trolling us, guys. I don't think you understand. I, I, think, I think he just has songs. He just has songs that he wants to get out there, and when he put it out with Chinese Democracy, everybody complained that it's not Slash and Duff. So he just brings back Slash and Duff to present it the same songs but you know, make it more. the 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 label will give them money to make make the album, and maybe it'll do better. He's not like he's not trying. By like the way, he said before, I, he's not trying. Am I to nuts or did was there is there just a a slash and duff no vocals version of of hard school where they at a sound check? Yeah, no, no, there was, there was. How, how when was that? Just a few weeks for ago? Fenway Park, I believe. Right? Am I wrong? It was before Fenway Park. I thought it was. A- Hold on, you cut out, dude. Listen, that Fenway did the sound check. So, I mean... Oh, the first sound. Yeah, I mean, guys, they this shit's coming out. And the thing is, the, you know, Axl Rose has a motto, victory or death. And I, I, I honestly believe that he just didn't care. But you know what? I'm thinking he's been trolling us. Uh, fucking here comes our producer again telling us the first show. I like that he's figured out how to text in and write in. He won't talk, but he'll keep correcting me. You rat fuck you. <laughs> but, yeah, he's, um, a, he's a good guy. Yeah. You, you need to be corrected sometimes. Oh. Well, but sure. yeah, I... Uh, but then there... Maybe it was was Mexico where they did that one show, the super spreader event, and they killed all those Mexicans with Corona. 
Which, by the way, guys, can we can we give Axel a round of applause real quick? Hold on, guys. I want everyone to put their fucking hands together. All right, ready? Here we go. All right, guys. That's think, for uh, Axel Rose not giving I, a shit about coronavirus. I mean, he does not give zero fucks. He had the super spreader event in Mexico, 2020, the last fucking show to go out on any major band. Then his opening act, the fucking boys from uh, Wolfgang Van Halen, yeah, their crew got it. So guess what, Axel said. Fuck coronavirus. Duff was crying backstage. She goes, hey, shut up, Ellen, or I'm going to call fucking Stinson. And I mean, the, the way that Axel just doesn't give a shit. The fact that Baz, which was also reported backstage by the Brasky Fat Cast, uh, was at the Hershey show. And Baz now has COVID. And Axel still doesn't cancel any concerts. He just goes out there. He fucking sings. He goes, hey, I'm going to sing some Seeker. And you're going to fucking like it. And you know what? Yeah, like he brought back the Seeker. <laughs> uh, is there... Because is there a studio version of the Seeker? Because that would require him to actually record new vocals. Doubt it. I guess they could clean up a, a they clean up a concert. Yeah, but um, what do you call it? So I, I think between the hairstyle and the fucking the you know super spreader events you're talking about, I think Axel's trying to sell us he was a closet Trump fan the whole time. You know, I'm just thinking Axel's trying to tell us the fucking most dangerous in the world band in the world is back guys. Yeah, I mean, well, anyway, you know my question about Guns N' Roses are directly responsible for now because of all the COVID. I mean, they've the, <laughs> killed more people than OJ. The, the super spreader show, people Christ were on insisting the that they they sound checked hard school with Axel on vocals, and I don't think I ever heard that. Is that true or not? No, Axel was not doing shit on vocals. Here's, here's something that you need to be concerned about, and uh, uh, it'll. He did. Okay, so Tao, I guess he's doing vocals. <laughs> Tao, why don't you speak, you rat fucker? I yeah, speak. Come on, guys, speak. Fuck yeah. <laughs> but that's the only chance of getting a. Uh, that will be the one like user illusion hard rock track. That that's all you need to sell the album. Then they can just play My World, like different versions of My World for the rest of the album. I've been corrected by our executive producer, Mr. Uh, Towel, that he <laughs> there's 28 seconds of Axel vocals from the Mexico show, which, by the way, folks, do not let them scrub that show away. Do not let them take away your Instagram post, your Twitter post about that show, because they are trying to whitewash that from history. They don't want you to know that Guns N' Roses was the last major band to play during the lockdown. They don't want you to know that they're getting videos removed off YouTube. So make sure you save your shit. Make sure you post it anywhere you can find. That that's so. Um, that that was two. There were two crimes against humanity at that show. One was the thousands, thousands of me- dead Mexicans, and, and second was Axel's voice. Was was no? Clo- it was they brought back so fine. Oh, I hear that that's a, a member of the community. Uh, Ricardo Main's favorite song. Well, what was that member's name again, sir? Bacardi Man. I hear that's his favorite fucking song. What the hell's a Bacardi Man? Whatever the fuck. Yeah, Bacardi Man. I feel like that's his favorite. I, I've heard Bacardi that's his favorite Man? song in the catalog. Yeah. Oh, are you talking about Cardi? Yeah, I heard that that's oh, so finds his favorite. You but with the, with the censorship on YouTube, isn't it? Like I was listening to one of the last podcasts, and and you were complaining about the them taking down all the YouTube stuff. Isn't yeah. that because that mean that suggests to me is that the 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 record company or the UMG or the band I don't know they're worried that that's basically what they're going to be selling us well, or they did, releasing they did the for the thing. next ten years. 
They did the same thing with Shadow of Your Love. They took all yeah. the old versions If now. you can get it online, then why would you buy the single or buy the box set? Or, well, I don't know. Or I mean, even the uh, leaks. Why would why you buy the leaks? If, if why, why do you buy CD two if you can get it all online? Just rip the audio right off YouTube. I don't know if they realize you can do that. It's no, very simple. Axel doesn't know yeah. about downloads and stuff, as you heard him say. He's like, I don't know about all this downloading technology, so I don't think he knows that. Well, but that, I, to, I, that I, to me hints that to me hints that he's that he's he's doing the. I don't know if it's the right thing to do, but he seems to be like handing over control either to Slash Duff or some or the record company. They're the ones that are going to sell the album. And they are like, put silkworms out. This is gonna like bring in like younger fans and cause a, a problem. This is like old Guns and Roses. Then they're gonna put out a hard school. That's gonna play to all the usual illusion people. Get the rock fans. So I think what he's saying is, I don't know how to market this, but they're gonna do it. So this is. Well, that would silkworm. explain why Beta went berserk anytime anyone mentioned silkworms because you know after three or four glasses of wine. And you mentioned Silkworms and that this is an old song. She'll start telling you it's illegal. It's fucking, you know, you should never have been able to listen to it. Not realizing that there was like 40 million of them fucking Brazilians fucking watching it on live TV that went streamed over. And they commercially yeah. sold it on DVD in fucking Asia. But, hey, uh, you keep drinking your wine yeah. there, Beta. It's a, it's just a, a PR problem that they're like they're overreacting to it because the people that know about silkworms and they're following guns and roses back then they're gonna buy whatever cd you put out if you look on youtube even casual um fans are mentioning oh this is an old song from like 20 years ago these, these aren't people that are on the forums i mean if you look some of the top rated comments have like a lot of likes on the actual single i mean and these can't be people on the forums there's, there's so many fucking likes on them saying oh this is a really old song this is silkworms they did this 20 years ago there's a lot of variations of that comment so i think well, it's they, well known. No, it's not, bad, I don't know. is that bad or good though is that bad or good? Because the people, mm. like casual fans, think think that they know more. It's all about like, no, I I know this. I know more than Ooh, you. It's bad. It's all it's the same bad. kind it's of like, thing. It's like pretending "Shadow of Your Love" was a new song. That's that's insulting. But it's, the thing is, it's not the main single. And and also, everybody knows that all the songs that come out with Guns N' Roses are always old. How how old were the CD songs? And how old were the Usual Losing songs? November Rain is like ten years old. Now we know that, but average Q dipshit at Best Buy yeah. didn't know that. I just think the social media now is full of people who want to know more about it. I don't think it's a bad thing. Listen to some of the, I don't, to have, I don't all right, like let's stop school. jumping on each other. Listen to some of the top comments on the video. Here, listen, listen to some of the top comments on the video. So one of the top comment overall is, bro, Axel's voice has more effects than Slash's guitar. I'll tell you what's absurd. Their ticket prices. Missing Izzy. He was a vital component to their sound. Calling this a GNR song is absurd. Sometimes poetry writes itself. I mean, these are just some of the fucking, you know, top songs. This is, this is cool how literally this, yeah, this, is, this is cool how literally this is the worst song I've ever heard. I mean, these are that's the fucking fine, top though. comments. That's okay. fine. It doesn't matter. Like, Guns N' Roses is built on, like, any bad publicity is good publicity. It doesn't really matter. Yeah. Like, Silkworms is meant to just, like, piss people I off. Think just just like, it's so easy. Worse, it's supposed to piss everybody off. The only thing worse than uh, actually reading and caring about retards' opinions on YouTube is hearing Miser read them. Ooh. Okay. That's All right, bit, guys. So what we're going to do mean. now is uh, we've talked a little bit of GNR. I'm going to go around for our GNR final thoughts, and we're going to move on to AMA. So um, GNR final farts. We'll start off with uh, wasted. Wasted. What's your final fart? 
About what? Exactly. <laughs> Miser, what's your final fart? Honestly, it's depressing. GNR, GNR-wise, it's fucking depressing, dude. And, E.T., what's your final stinky, stinky fart? Well, you guys can you guys can just call me, uh, you know, Team Brazil enabling piece of shit because I gave him I gave him my money for that. Uh, I had to have the Detroit T-shirt because it has RoboCop on it, and Guns and Roses and RoboCop are two of my white trash favorite things, and they go together like uh, peanut butter and chocolate. And I was like. Guns N' Roses and RoboCop together? It's a, it's, a, it's a marriage made in heaven. I had to have it. I had to have it. Had oh, to have my it. final thought is that I'm right. That was it. In what respect, man? No, 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 what no. What I've no. been saying. I, I'm agreeing with Wasted. He was clearly right. All right, guys, we're going to move on to the AMA. Who would like to take the first question of the evening? Mm, is it a good one? None of them are good, buddy. None of them. All right, I'll take it then. I'll okay, Miser. The first question is, would taking Axel off his meds result in him losing 60 pounds and return to 1992 RASP and immediately firing Team Brazil and playing one in a million for the first time since the 80s? Um, okay, so that's like two questions in, or three questions in one. All right, this, let me tackle. He wrote five. Oh, okay. Uh, so wait, wait, is there more you sign? Oh, there's a lot more, but answer this one. Okay. Um, would I would say the first uh, uh, of all, yes firing. No, we'll do. Well, no, no, I would say the firing team Brazil would probably solve a lot of fucking problems. Um, as far as Axel's weight goes, I think the guy's got some medical conditions that we'll never be aware of. I don't think it's just strictly overeating or anything. I think he probably has – he's an older guy. I think he probably has, like, diabetes or something. Um, and getting his voice back, I think – I have to go with E.T.'s thought at this point that he lost his voice because of ACDC. I think he got permanently damaged. Our next question is going to be to Mr. Wasted. Mr. Wasted, will we finally be hearing a studio version of Does It Taste Good Donut on the new album? It's not not impossible, is it? But maybe that will be on CD3. The next question we have is from Mr. E.T. Is me and my Elvis about Axel's goal to become even bigger and more obese than the king of rock and roll? Uh, it's a little more complicated than that. First of all, let me let me respond to the other question. Um, Woke Duff will never allow It Tastes Good Donut to be released. So that's a no. And me and my Elvis uh, goes back to when Axel was, um, when he was real deep into the New Age spirituality stuff. And he took a particularly nasty large shit from Beta's enchiladas. <laughs> but he was convinced that it was the reincarnation of Elvis. And, uh, and so he wouldn't let anyone flush it. And I mean, he carried that thing around with him for weeks before, you know, Doug Goldstein finally had to take it out of his bedroom in the middle of the night. So that's, that, E.T. that's, that, Yeah. Did the uh, the fecal matter? Did it have Elvis in a uh, smiling face? You know, the kind of one where he's like his mouth's kind of open. He's like, hur, hur, baby. Is he? Was it? Was it like that, or was it just like straight? Uh, you know, straight faced Elvis. What kind of well, what kind of face well, was it making? The funny thing is, uh, when it came out of Axel's rectum, it resembled. It very much resembled fat Elvis, fat Vegas oh. years Elvis. But as the days wore on, 
it, it had kind of a Dorian Gray thing going where he got younger and he became kind of like slim 50s, good looking Elvis. But but the stench was unbearable. No one could stand to be around. You, but, you know, that happens, man. It, it happens to famous singers all the time. I heard there was a story of uh, have you guys ever been around at golf courses or anywhere where there's wild geese? No, I'm, yeah, I'm yeah, once or twice. Okay, so you don't want to when, when these wild geese shit. It's you know, it's it's usually darker in color. It's usually a brown or a black. But mm. over time, as the as the ship, you know, starts to die off and go into the ground, it like, becomes white. Coagulates. And, yeah, it becomes white, and when it becomes its pale shade of white, it means it's like you know towards its end of life. And I always thought that was kind of like goose shit and Michael Jackson. Huh? They mm. make sense mm. together. Because the more white, Elvis the more is, white Michael got, the closer to death he got. The darker he was, the healthier he was. Just saying. Elvis is soul monster, and that's and that's why to this day, uh, Axel won't talk to Doug Goldstein. I thought it was because Doug Goldstein had sex with Beta, and Beta took it up the ass. <laughs> now, mind you, that's not coming from me. That's a story that a bunch of Brazilians tell each other. They be well, telling about these stories at the Quaker they're, fucking they're boards, out. and fucking Beta doing magic tricks. They're leaving out the crucial part. What do you think he put up? Peanut butter he put, and banana. He put Elvis. He put Elvis up. Up her ass. That was the case. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go with. Uh, I'm gonna Peanut go with his bananas. Elvis oh, burgers is like. Me. Isn't Elvis burgers like peanut butter and and Banana, bananas yeah. and bacon and then yeah. the burger and then you deep fry it. And you have to add bacon, yeah. Oh, bacon! I, I used to make them. All right, the next question we got is actually this one's directed. Wow, this one's a uh, – all right, E.T., I'm going to go with you on this one because I think you'll give the most honest answer. Okay. The next question is, gentlemen, <clears throat> and I quote, how desperate and drunk would you have to be to consider to fuck DJ Ashba? Would you just consider it to be a, you know, flat-chested goth girl? E.T.? I mean, I am very – very desperate, and I've I've never stooped to any kind of homosexuality. I think um, <laughs> I think an honest answer. I would probably have to be in some kind of weird isolation where I don't have contact with another human for like five years or something. Like I'm in a cage, like an old boy or something, and. Like, I haven't seen another human being in, like, five or ten years. I've completely lost my mind, and then, then suddenly the door opens, and it's and it's DJ Ashwa. I would probably leap on him and fuck every hole in his body. Oh, guys, so we now know in ten years, if you strand E.T. on a desert island, you drop DJ Ashwa off to save him. We know what will happen. <laughs> That's on, I'm being honest. Hey, and I appreciate your fucking honesty. I would ask Miser, and he'd be like, "No, never, never." And then, like you know, later on, he'd be like, "Well, you know, well, no, I was Miser drunk. Would, it was two years Miser later." Miser would develop an emotional, deep relationship with him. <laughs> no, honestly, he's he's not my kind of uh, he's not my kind of chick. <laughs> he's, not your type. he's not your type of guy. Yeah, no. <laughs> oh, oh, by the way, uh, Miser, the English accent was good. Oh, thank you, thank you, sir. Thank you. Okay, so uh, guys, the next question we have is from the legend himself, Mr. Randy Leahy, a former guest of the show. We'll have him back on soon. Uh, Brasky, can you confirm that nothing has turned into something and Mac Daddy has been replaced by Crack Daddy? I guess it's directed at me. Um, I would think so, with the use of the term Brasky. Yeah. No, 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 no. Yeah, well, yeah, definitely. I mean, thank you, Captain Obvious. 
Um, yeah, I don't think Mac Daddy could ever be changed because, I mean, the love of Big Macs alone. But Crack Daddy's a good name for it. And nothing has never turned into nothing except maybe an outro. Anyways, um, let's see what else we have on here. We got Wasted asking questions, even though he's on the fucking show. Hello. <laughs> I answered my own question. So, yeah, that's that's about it we got on there. So let's move on to our next topic, guys. Uh, the AMAs are over. Thank you for everyone who sends it in. It was pretty much three people, and uh, we could use more. Um the next thing we're going to talk about is how the earth is pretty much, you know, just going batshit crazy. So I'm on YouTube the other day and there's this guy and it's called national emergency awareness. And it's this crazy old man. He's got fucking, he's got breathing tubes in his nose and he's, he's out there and he's yelling about Jesus and everything. And then he starts mentioning about all these earthquakes. So I'm like, hey, he's gotta be full of shit. So I come in a later look at it and go, fuck, he's not. Have you guys noticed about the massive earthquakes that have been occurring lately in our fucking, uh, on our planet? No, no, I hadn't. I didn't know anything about it, honestly. I'm not gonna lie. I woke up this morning and I. Is saw someone taking a? Yeah, that's wasted. I woke up this morning and saw some like huh? 7.8 earthquake, and I was like, "Oh shit!" And then I clicked on the link, and they said it was in Haiti, and I was like, "Ah, who gives a shit?" <laughs> oh, I mean, shit. are you saying they won't notice the difference? Yeah, I'm saying Haiti's a shithole. Well, Honestly, well, I, I think they I had didn't some 7.0s in fucking Alaska. Now they had another one in Peru. They had a fucking almost a 9.2 in Alaska about two weeks ago. I mean, the North American plate is moving, boys. We're gonna have a situation where California is gonna fucking be, uh, you know, going into the water here soon. Well, that's, well, not, they that, that's not that bad of a thing. That's not that bad of a thing. Learn to swim. Learn not to a swim. bad thing. Learn to swim. No, I mean, if California, you're saying no. I mean, you know, come on. I mean. Do you hope maybe Washington goes in, too? Uh, oh, it's, I mean, it's right near. It's going to go in. They're, they're literally adjoining. So, I mean, bye-bye, you know? I mean, wh- what would you do, what would your saying be? I mean, would that be the first time someone got wet in a long time is what you're thinking? Uh, I mean, yeah. You know, I think it would be, yeah, definitely. It would be the first time somebody's dick got wet in a long time, yeah. Yeah. Pinball machines don't count, so. Whoa, 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 whoa. I mean, well, this I was is a, what are we? What are we talking about? Well, we're talking about earthquakes, and so now we're, we're talking about how Washington might fall, and then Mr. Miser went into the fact of somebody oh, sticking their dick into a, a pinball machine. And... Yeah, no, I was I was thinking about California falling into the ocean, and that's the song Enema by Tool, so I was, I was singing it to myself, and then when I paid back attention to Miser's ramblings, he was, uh, he was on his old number one enemy again. Would, he, would you say he's your number one enemy? Um, no, I'd say I'm a number one enemy, you know. Who's your number two enemy? Uh, life. I don't know, okay. myself That's and life. Fair. Yeah, myself, life, I don't know, my father, I don't know. He's actually oh. really, he's actually really down on the list, I mean, of enemies, really. I mean, he's just more of like an annoying flea, that kind of like you can't scratch off, you know, like or a fucking, like annoying little gnat that's flying around. I don't really consider him an enemy as such, but just more of an annoyance, you know. You know, if you consider somebody an enemy, you have to respect them. You know what I'm saying? Where you have to have like some sort of feeling towards them. Well, I don't believe that. I think you can just hate people for being shitheads. Wait, no, so do you hate anybody? No, I'm very liberal. I'm the most liberal Nazi, you know. How do you be a liberal Nazi? There, you just like, do you just kill everyone? I mean, how does that work? <laughs> think about it. A nationalist you- socialist. 
if you if you're a if you're a liberal <laughs> Nazi, you kill the minorities first. You know, for it's it's, it's for their own good. Think about it is uh, not Hitler was a nationalist socialist. So if you love your country and you're a socialist, then you're basically a liberal Nazi. But no, so I you're telling like, me AOC is a Nazi. No, you can be like a you can be a na- you can be like a nationalist or right wing. You can also be quite you can be quite uh, liberal as well, or socialist. You could almost be socialist. Not saying that I'm either one of those. I'm just saying it's a kind of contradiction. But yeah, I, I agree. AOC has great tits. Yeah, but she would be a Nazi. You know, she mm. seems like she's progressive and nice. I, but what I will happen in the end? I don't think she genocide and starvation. In those Hugo Boss uniforms, they look great. On her, you mean? You're saying on her? They Gentlemen, I guess our next topic, since the earthquakes died out real quick, what do you guys think about uh, Afghanistan becoming Vietnam 2.0 and the fall of Kabul tonight? It's basically like the fall of Saigon with fucking choppers fucking uh, taking out every Get bit of the American off. embassy and, uh, and all the uh, civilians and shit. Any thoughts anything, on that, boys? Anything I say can and will be used against me and as, as an ist and a phobe, so I better just not say anything. <laughs> what, what, what I heard is that you know the Uyghurs in in China that they're like some of them you know that in Afghanistan the Taliban are going into China and then in China the Uyghurs are kind of going into Afghanistan and getting like uh, did you say in. Uyghurs? You, are Uyghurs. You saying, Uyghurs. What, what's a Uyghur? It's, it's a, a white Uyghur. guy who wants to be black. It's a, it's a Chinese. No. It's a Chinese nigger. Oh. <laughs> Don't tell me. <laughs> oh my god! You got to stay politically correct, otherwise oh. I'm gonna fuck you up. Oh my god! My god. Anyway, the the Uyghurs uh, are in China, and they're getting like kind of they're going over the border into Afghanistan uh, and joining the Taliban. But guess who's training the Taliban at the moment? It's the U.S. government. They're funding the training of Uyghurs. So they, they're taking the Uyghurs who are being trained by the Taliban and they're moving them to Syria. So they're using them in Syria. I'm just, I'll well, let you know that yeah. I did my research and that in five or ten years you'll realize you'll be, this will be like mainstream news. But I'm like ahead of the curve. Well, I don't know if we'll still be around in five or ten years, but. Yeah. yeah, me, me and ET, it's China, probably not like Randy was saying that we're going to get China's taken out by the CIA. Moves. I mean, China's going to own, I mean, they already, they already literally own, is going to hold the deeds to most of Africa. But I think they're going to, they're going to move all their, you know, billions of unwed, you know, horny men into Africa. So I think we're going to be seeing a lot of really weird um, Chinese African half breed humans in the next. <laughs> Actually, it's actually, actually, um, that you said that there's actually, um, a thing I was reading about the census and shit, right? It says that actually Nigeria will have 750 million people. It'll have, it'll have more people than the United States and uh, the United Kingdom, as well as, um, it'll be basically on par with China because China is population is going to go down. It said, and they're going to have about 800 million people by, um, yeah, they're going to ship off their single men to go, uh, breed with the African women. But just think, yeah, it's, it's, E.T. Are you trying to tell me this is like a? It's like, it's like what? It's like okay. Prometheus over there. <laughs> like the Chinese are like fucking David the Android, and they're just gonna make a smarter, better alien creature. Well, um, <laughs> I wasn't gonna bring IQ into it, but you do have a good point. Yeah, their IQ is gonna go up. Plus, 
You're gonna get. They're gonna get that. And their credit scores. That, those, those, uh, I can't laugh. That's, that's, that's what Epstein was talking the about. Fast switch muscles that those Africans have, and I mean, we're we're gonna be looking at a whole new Olympics. Is what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, you fucking speaking of the Olympics, dude, they're gonna be winning gold. Fucking some reason or other, the Chinese basketball team. Now, holy shit, they're good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, not it's not gonna happen overnight, but I'm saying. You know, 50, 50 years from now, these these Chinese African hybrids, whatever we're, we're gonna have to, what yeah, are we gonna call? Wait, so what are the words for them again? Chiggers? What are the words of the Chinese, Chinese that are coming over? Chinarians, Chinarians. Hey, what do you yeah, think Niggas. about that as the Niggas. name of the show? That show title for this episode. <laughs> Chinarians. I said chiggers. I mean, I think chiggers are a type of bug, dude. It's a type of bug, so... But yeah, I'm if, not even, if, the, I'm not even if Africans offensive. breed with Chinese people, you'll get people who are really good at homework and also running a long way. Yeah. No, that's... It's it's that, I think it's enough, anybody. <laughs> it says good All we strategy, need now man, is, gonna... like, Israel to take over both countries. <laughs> what would happen then? So it's a, a banker state of Chinese niggas. <laughs> I thought that's what I thought that's what the U.S. was already. <laughs> well, you know, it's a it's a common theme. I'm not coming up with anything new. I mean, my whole neighborhood is Chinese. I mean, they went from being fucking Irish to Chinese in like ten years. So. Yeah, because the Chinese yeah. bought everything. They bought everything. They yeah. have the money. They're buying up real estate and they're buying Africa. They're going to have all the African resources, all the all those precious metals and shit. And they're gonna, and they've got all those people. Because remember, they've got a they've got a population problem. They have too many men and not enough women because they aborted all their baby girls. Yeah, that wasn't long term thinking on their part. And That's so they're gonna, it, hasn't it? They've changed the two. Yeah, they've changed, they've changed the one. Now, but they're gonna one baby all these, these guys have a choice. They're like, look, we know these women aren't very attractive, but it's either that or you know you gonna you can masturbate. They're gonna be like, all right, I'll I'll take the. I'll take the African. The Grace Jones looking woman, yeah, over masturbation. Yeah, the Leslie Jones looking. <laughs> the, the fucking just... Leslie Jones one is the breeding one. She's like the queen from Aliens. They just a group of Chinese. <laughs> and I really think her. these guys have, you know, we're going to be looking like I don't have kids, but, you know, our kids and our kids' kids, they're going to be looking at a very different world where these people are going to be, you know, they're going to be like playing the violin while doing the 200 meter dash. I mean, that's pretty crazy shit. Are you saying it'll be the best of times and the worst of times at the same time? Well, I mean, the only problem is that African women are not so attractive. What do you think the police are going to do? I mean, you got to imagine this. Most of the time they get lucky now because criminals are dumb. They're, but they're if, not going to We're talking this dude. equation here. They're going to be pretty smart. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't think, I don't think police will exist in 50 years, dude. Wait, it's going. Well, well, who's going to stop crime. These, these super soldiers? It's going to be social workers. Crime, like social uh, workers. Minority report. No, they, social workers are going to handle all that. You know. Yeah. You well, know I what? think once you know the name once... of that movie's Minority Report. I mean, but fucking, they're just fucking with us now. I mean, um, well, you know, you know that uh, Kushner and uh, Ivanka, they had like a, they've got this uh, like program called Home Safe Home which they tried to put in as, you know, to protect people from uh, school shooters. And now they've basically changed that into some sort of, it's a, to do with a medical 
medical. So Ivanka and Kushner, they're the ones who were setting up basically pre-crime. But now they've changed changed the pre-crime program into uh, what's it called? The uh, the the vi- you know the virus, the COVID app. So it's the same program as pre-crime. That's why people mm. say like, oh, oh, Trump was whatever. But honestly, they're all the fucking same, dude. They all answer to the same fucking people. Yeah, no, I mean, honestly, like, they, you know, they're all the fucking same Trump, Biden, you know, whatever. They, 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 it, I don't this is what people like. Oh, like, oh, you know, I only thing I feel like with the Afghanistan shit is that I feel bad because Cardi was getting into this. With me. Oh, you, I don't you said you don't care about politics anymore. I really don't. But I just feel bad for all the fucking soldiers who died in vain with the Afghanistan thing. You know, that's really my whole sentiment on it. All soldiers die in vain for everything. Mm, Well, no, I mean, the people who died in, like, you know, actual wars that really had a purpose didn't die in vain, I would say. You know what I mean? Like, fucking people who fought in World War II and died, died for something, you know? This, they just died for nothing, in a sense. I don't necessarily agree with you. No, I don't agree. Do you think Custer's troops died for a purpose or no? No, I mean, uh, I mean, you know, no. No, I mean, the fact that there's still filthy, red-skinned, you know, drunk pieces of shit Indians out there right now means that they died in vain. Shout out to Cardi. I love you, Cardi. I have nothing to do with these white devils. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just being a dick. I like casinos. <laughs> I like casino bars. I'm not a fan of casinos. You just... I'm you not, bury I, a lot of bodies into, in the desert outside casinos. I, I've never been a fan of casinos either. My mother tried to get me into one when I was like 16 on my 16th birthday, and we were on a fucking cruise. I was like, I was like, I wasn't into it. She was fucking into it, but I wasn't into it. But like, I don't know. Degenerate have gambler? Her father was a degenerate gambler, so yeah, I guess she had that kind of gene. But I mean, thankfully, I never I don't. got into it. Like, I have so many vices, but gambling is no fun for me. I just don't mm, enjoy it at all. Yeah, no, me neither. I mean, honestly, I mean, I don't know. I never saw the like why you know. Spending is a problem, but gambling, no. I'm just shocked that Wasted's not out there grabbing like a fucking street prostitute every evening. Wasted, are you a are you a taken man? Are you in a relationship? Or are you out there no, just searching? We're in streets? lockdown right now. No, but I mean, do you are you, are you locked down, down with, with someone? A companion? Are you are are you solo? I'm going solo at this point. Oh, Wasted, well, how, I'm a how are you not just like sneaking out in the middle refugee. of the night to go grab yourself a fucking Taiwanese prostitute? What about the mom? I haven't worked out how to do that yet. Because I, never, I haven't left the house. Because he's in Taiwan, dude. They'll fucking shoot Isaac, you. Isaac, shut house. up. What waste to talk? Waste okay. What? Uh, I, yeah, I, I couldn't hear uh, because mine's interrupted. Oh, no, I'm just saying. I, we're in, it's in lockdown here. Like, none of the restaurants, and there aren't that many bars here. So, there's nowhere to go. There's well, no waste, hookers that really work KFC? Yeah, I order. I everything's delivery now. I deliver like I got the McWasted yesterday. You know, the big, the double wasted. cheeseburger, you're, you're the chicken. I can I can hear your British accent, but are you are you a black gentleman? No, but if you look on, oh, if you Google my name, <laughs> I come up as a black as a Thanks black for, creature in America. Yeah, but you can walk around if you're not black. Me. Hey. He was telling me about McDonald's, and you you fucking interrupted with a dumb fucking question. Tell me about your McDonald's order again. Good lord. The McWasted is basically a double cheeseburger, and you get fries and McNuggets and a drink. And then you also get a McChicken, and you get uh, 
the same McNuggets and fries and a drink, and you also get uh, filet of fish. Yes, yeah, so you're so you eating McCrispy and fries and a drink. That's a McWasted. You can switch out the double cheeseburger for the Big Mac some like, days. It's like a family. It's like a family of Ford's meal right there. Yeah, but I I eat, <laughs> I eat one for for like lunch, and then I have two for dinner. And oh, then that's I've smart. got like loads of I've got like a Coke, an iced tea, and a Sprite, and I've got two packs of McNuggets and a, a spicy McCrispy, and three fries, and that's the day. It's a hell of a day, buddy. That's a fucking day you can write home about. If you're living life and you're fucking eating fast food and watching great movies every day to that. I'm proud of you. Well, I'm doing I'm doing it like I'm trying to cut down from doing it like every day to just doing it like three times a week. But it's really hard not. And then if I don't do that, then I order a bucket of chicken. Oof! How many pieces come in that bucket of chicken? Uh, it's eight. The one I get is eight, and then like three, three, three large Pepsi's. Three large Pepsis and fucking an eight-piece chicken. My friend, yeah. you are living a fucking life. I'm telling you, you're like Axl Rose of Taiwan. I, I'm, I, Axl's not fat. You know? He doesn't really drink, and he doesn't looks like he doesn't really eat fast food. Like I'm like quite a low, low weight, but I look bloated and fucked up. But. Oh, well, I'm, I'm, I'm fat as shit. Up. Here's some good news, guys. I have some great news to announce to everybody who's a FatCast listener and everyone in the GNF in our world. Our friend Miser is moving out of the house with seven other dudes into his own apartment. Miser, tell us about this. Okay, so yeah, um, I was I sent a notice saying I wanted to leave here by November 1st because, you know, getting tired of this fucking place. I hate this fucking place, actually. Um, I looked and found a place. It's a little studio. It's actually got a marble floor. It's a chandelier. It's really nice. Um, it's a studio. Um it's actually right by my fucking ex on her fucking block, but that's kind of funny. But it's a, it's a beautiful fucking place, though. It's literally across the street from her. That's the most important thing. Well, no, it's, it, I think it's just the irony. Can you see what she's doing? Huh? Well, no, I mean, it, it's... Binoculars. Could you see what she's doing? Well, at this point, she's suicidal, but that's a whole different story. She's Well, yeah, I mean, she's fucking with a guy named Larry who just... No, she's not, she's not with him. Okay, so... She is not with him at the moment. What happened was back um, July 19th, I believe it was, he choked her out. He drew her out of the house. Um, she had him arrested um, after he called the cops on her first, saying she refused to leave. Um, they, they arrested him. They charged him. Then she dropped the charges. So then he had the charges dropped. He still has the other two cases pending against him. Then he's been playing mind games with her back and forth. Um Basically, like, you know, saying that she has to earn her way back into his Bored. life. Well, no, you guys like Larry's story, so I'm giving you the fucking updates. So basically, yeah. at this point, she's so mind-fucked by all of it. So she's so mind-fucked by all of it at this point. She has said she is suicidal. She has said she wants to kill herself. She's literally said variations of this for, like, the past week because he's been basically doing, like, nonstop mind well, games. Last stuff week, you homo, are you still talking to her? You're such a fag. Well, she writes to me. She's like, I want to kill myself. Oh, my and God, snap. you're so gay. Well, I don't want to, I don't want anybody killing themselves to be honest. Uh, that's the oldest trick in the book. What suicide? Oh, girls, girls threatening to kill themselves. They, they well, I don't care about her in that respect anymore, Jude. But as a human being, I mean, I don't want to, you know, fellow human being to fucking kill themselves. Had enough well, death. You're not, for the but you know, you don't have to read her emails. I don't read her emails. What do you mean? You're gay. I'm saying 
we we told you a thousand times since the very first fat cast stop talking to her stop having that means i still need to get my shit back from her dude so you know once i move in my place what's so important that you left my fucking furniture it's and some of that furniture is my mother's furniture so yeah i'm not giving that up his heart no not my heart i don't care i don't care about her i don't care about her anymore in that way i don't care about her in that way anymore so when are you gonna see her again I haven't seen her. Oh, what? I can't hear what. Coming over to your new place tonight? No, um, I'm not even in, moved into the place yet. But no, what do you call? I just think the irony of it—it's funny. That's all. I mean, it's obviously why you chose that apartment. No, I actually chose it because it was, you know, reasonable price and it was actually really pretty. But the fact that I happened to be there was just kind of like fucking irony for me. It was like, oh, like this is fucking, this is fucking wild. How big Honestly, is it? How big is it? It's um like your average studio. It's you know, got a bedroom, it's got a bathroom, got a fucking kitchen. I mean, it's you know, it's not huge, but it's not tiny either. It's you know, a studio. What floor is it on? First floor. It's like okay, so the the landlord lives on the second floor, and I live on the ground floor of it. Does that make sense? Like his his um part of the house is it's an actual house. It's actually within a house. And he's the it's like he's got to walk up, and I'm on the first floor. I hate living on the first floor. Every time he's banging his old lady, you're gonna hear it through the ceiling. Hmm. I mean, I don't. I actually, I prefer that because I'm well, not prefer the banging, but I prefer the um, first floor. I've lived on I've lived on the second floor for the last two apartments, and I don't like it anymore. So I don't mind a ground floor apartment. What was wrong with the second floor? I just don't like it. I just you know what do you call it? I don't know. I think it'll be nicer just to fucking you know give something new a try. You know. You're going to have more cockroaches and rats on the first floor. They don't like to climb. Mm, that's not true. I mean, in the last place we were in, we had mice. And this place had mice for a brief time, too. New York's a shithole. Mm, I mean, it depends. I mean, it depends on where you go. I mean, yeah, I'm not really the most thrilled with it either, but it is what it is for now, you know? I mean, when, a, when a realtor has to tell you, has to disclose the fact that the place has fucking rats... That's pretty shitty. Well, they don't, I mean, you know, they don't disclose that to you I mean, normally. Well, then how do you know? Did you see one already? What no. was her name? A rat? Yeah. It was Roxanne. I don't know. I don't know. Fucking de Blasio. Oh, yeah. Oh, that was, oh, yeah, yeah. That fucking asshole. Fucking Como's, be, Como, Como's fucking out at the end of the month, though, so that makes me happy. Oh, yeah, that video, that fucking video. All right. Um, no, but Como's out at the end of the month, so that's a fucking good piece of news. Good riddance. Well, you said oh, you sound like you've been sure drinking. Whoever, whoever is this true? place is going to be awesome. Wasted. Yeah. Thank you. Are you making drinks? Yep. What are you drinking? Uh, Bells and... Bells with... Bells and? Do you know what that means in British? Cock. Yeah. Up the apples and pears. Yeah, it's Bell's whiskey. Uh, but I just uh, I finished all the beers, so I thought I'd drink whiskey. How many whiskeys This is my f- fourth whiskey. I've had like is... six cans of beer. Atta boy. Is everything in sight? Blood in the eye, but the vision is clear. Good, good. Is that well, the thing with Como now? is that the. Uh, you know, the Me Too uh, scandal is basically to cover up the fact that the corruption of hiding all the deaths from COVID. 
you know, he sent all those people to. Yeah, he killed a whole bunch of people and yeah, uh, fucking. But, uh, and they they basically admit that they they held back all that information from the, the COVID deaths because Trump was going to use it to in the election. So instead of instead of like you know basically doing him for the uh, the COVID uh, corruption charges, they basically flipped it into uh, Me Too. So basically, all these Me Too allegations are what the way they the way they anybody who causes the the state a problem. Well, here's the funny thing, dude. Me too can go fuck itself because I don't really want to hear the fucking nonsense about it. But here's the good news: I got wasted in ET on the same show, and I'm sure there's conspiracies that you two fucking wanted to talk to each other about that you didn't get to talk to each other about when we did the conspiracy show. So wasted's had a few in him. ET's lively. He doesn't seem all pilled out. So guess what, boys? Fucking have at it. Well, what is there to say? I mean, basically everything you think you know is wrong. I mean, everything, everything you think, everything you believe. And that's not that's not an accident. You know, uh, people are being bred to be intentionally stupider every year. And, and it's working because, you know, I don't know what to call. You know, there's a ruling class. I don't know what to call. People love to call them different things. The, the Illuminati or the lizard people or the elite or the globalists or the Jews. But it's basically, it's it's <laughs> us and them. And them, they control everything. And they're a very small group. And they know what they're doing. They've had this power for centuries and they're not going to give it up. And And everything that you see that's happening and going on, it's all orchestrated. It's all bullshit. So, uh, I mean, there's there's details, but ooh, that's what it all boils down to is, you know, we're nothing. We're nothing to them. I mean, you think China's, a, China's just, they just do it out in the open. They don't give a shit. They're like, oh, this guy's, this guy's saying shit we don't like on YouTube, and then he disappears forever because they take him and they put, Two in the back of his skull, but America at least still pretends to not do that. But they do it. Well, when we do when we do it, we say that they committed suicide. Right, they pretend. We call it getting Hillaryed. Okay, you know, let's get yeah. it right, boys. Our Arcanicide. Yeah. So yeah, I, I don't know. Works. I mean, I don't think wasted would disagree with anything I just said. No, not really. No. It's just a. Uh, they, I think the only thing is that maybe they, they sort of need they need us on a certain level, right, to keep everything kind of moving. You've got to have, like, a world to play in. They want to they wanna make the money, and they want to be yeah. in control, but they still need us to, like, be in the factory doing certain things. But how, long do, how much longer do they really need us? They don't. Is it, is it a coincidence don't. that AI and COVID come along at the same time? Yeah, they don't need as many yeah. as we've outbred our usefulness. There's too many of us, and <clears throat> that's why they're starting to talk about all this shit. Like, you know, you're going to eat bugs, and you're going to love it because you know they're not going to eat bugs. They're going to they're going to have all the cows, you know, on their own private property, and they're going to eat steak every night. And we're going to eat bugs, 
and that and that's that's the lucky ones that don't that don't get killed in whatever um I mean, I, I'll call it a culling. They're gonna. They, they, I really did. I really thought when this um, virus bullshit started that this was a perfect excuse to just really kill like millions of people. And I don't think it's a virus. Did. I think I think it's gonna be the. I think it's gonna be the vaccines are gonna make a lot of people infertile. That that's my theory. Well, the thing about the vaccine. Uh, the first people that took the vaccine, the ones who all ran up and took it like assholes and said, give it to me, give it to me. They're the ones that they're going to want to keep around. They're the, you know, they're already obedient. The, so why would they, why would they kill the, their, their servants already? You know? Well, it's not so much killing the servants. It's more population control. And how do you do that? You don't, you can't kill off a mass amounts of people because then it'll affect right, the workforce the economy. Is- Anyone who's anyone who's ballsy enough to say no and not take the vaccine is a threat. And you want to take care of those people first. Well, you what you do is this them. then. What you do? No, no. What you do is this then. You make the people who took it infertile. Then you bring along COVID two, which is worse than COVID one. And then the people who aren't vaccinated get killed off by that. There you go. Yeah, I think in 1987, uh, those that you know injuries act which basically protects all the vaccine companies from being sued. So any vaccine that they they roll out, if it just kills those people, they can't get sued for it. So right. that makes them, they're allowed to take risks. And you've, you've got like lots of videos with uh, Bill Gates talking about, you know, the best market to be in is, is in vaccines. So vaccines is very, this is before COVID, the vaccines are very like profitable. And he's sort of like laughing about it I'm not, on videos I'm not and sure stuff. That, I'm not sure that Bill Gates is in the club, though, because he's... Yeah, he owns vaccines. He owns vac- I know, uh, but, patents on vaccines. But he's new money, and they don't like new money. They like old money, you know? Yeah, he's sort of like a... Like you said, he's, he's, a, he's sort of new money, but he's giving... You know, he's a little bit like Trump. He's like talking a little bit out of school. You know what he's what his comments kind of make you un- uncomfortable because he's just some rich guy who's just shooting off of the mouth about right. how vaccines but, are very mm, profitable. And I'm saying they don't like that. I say he's like a junior member of the club, so to speak. He makes money yeah. for the old money people, so they kind of you know he's like yeah. if you think about like the partnerships, he's like a junior partner. The old money people are like a senior partner, isn't it? You know what I mean? So yeah, I think he is in the club, so to speak. He's just not at the highest level of the club. If that makes sense. We'll he's not the one making dead. the decisions. He's just okay. He's not. He's not one of the people making the decisions. He's just one of the people who's in on the decisions that have been made before we are. Right. Nobody's ever said anything really bad about Bill Gates in you know all the time he's been around. But then the last few months, they're they're, they're trying to tie in the sex scandals and me to him. And there's a reason for that. He's he's starting to get too big for his britches, and they're reminding him, "Hey, asshole, we own you." So. You know, you know what's a shame is I always liked Bill Gates when I was growing up and shit. I thought, you know, cool, Bill Gates, entrepreneur, whatever the fuck, you know. But like yeah. I see, he's just he is just one of these people who's really like with the, like with all the population control comments and shit. It, it, like, yeah, it's just another but fucking. But he's also billionaire. buying up all the farmland. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I saw that in fucking. So and he's selling. He's either selling it to Chinese or he's like, like uh, he's going to use it. Yeah. And yeah. He's buying up all the farmland. Please, 
he's buying up all this farmland. Who works the farmland over in China? Who's echoing? I think it's in I think it's in the US. He's buying the farmland in the US to sell to China. But but what he's what he's suggesting is that well the original idea is that he's gonna be that basically there's gonna be a lack of there's gonna be a lack of meat. So therefore he's trying to he's getting all the farmland and he's gonna be growing a lot like a, he's growing all the vegetables for a plant based society. Which basically all feeds into the uh, you know the Great Reset is that everybody's going to be eating bugs and things, so they're going to mm-hmm. be eating yeah. So the, but Bill Gates is you know anything that uh, Bill Gates invests in or anything that the elite have start investing in, that's basically what's going to happen. Before before COVID, they were investing in vaccines and and patents on vaccines because that's where the money was going to be. So right. now that they're investing in farmland and they're going to be growing like potatoes and all this sort of organic food, that that's basically going to be the future. And the other thing they're the other thing they're investing in is real estate. They're buying. There are companies going around, basically overpaying for because they have the money, and they're going to every vacant building, every apartment, every you know high high class luxury type and they're saying we'll take it we'll t- we'll buy it we'll take it and they say really but this is way above our asking and they say no we'll take it there's going to be nothing there's n- normal people will not be able to own property anymore yeah it's much worse than that because china basically owns uh, all the companies that own the infrastructure of the internet are chinese but they also they also own the the they own a lot they've been buying what well, american because America, because the government of America doesn't really own the the land, all this was sold off to private individuals. That's why the like why Bush is like a, a dynasty is because they bought land with oil on it. But mm-hmm. they've also been China have been buying land and infrastructure, so they own like half of Texas in terms yeah. of infrastructure underneath all the the land if they don't own parts of the land then they own the infrastructure of the internet they own the in, infrastructure of, of texas not not like all of it but parts of it so they're buying up the as the elites lose power they're basically going to be selling off the assets of the u.s to chinese chinese interest. which again is why i'm i am glad i don't have kids because that's what you know your children and and grandchildren are looking at is Basically, they get to live in a little cubicle, a little pod, and they're going to eat their three meals a day of of mushed bugs, and their bosses are going to be these weird seven-foot-tall Leslie Jones Chinese guys. And that's the future. That's the future (laughs) we're looking at. I think think so. Basically, even, even I see that in convenience stores here. Like I've tried to go to supermarkets and stuff, but in the end, I I just go to the, like the corner Seven Eleven, and you can get every type of food that you know global food that you want, but it's all prepackaged and yeah. just like an experience. Like you can get like a spaghetti for a hundred Taiwan dollars, which is yeah. which is I don't know two pounds fifty is like two dollars. Or, no, or I've been any, doing my part. I've been eating as much beef as I can because I know it's just a matter of time before but they the, take it the away. But the plutocrats like run everything. I read this book about uh, the plutocrats, 
and mm-hmm. they they basically they want to sell they want to sell the they want to reduce instead of like producing and governments want to like make jobs like Trump Trump wants to produce jobs for people the, what the what the business interests want to do the plutocrats what they want to do is reduce everybody's standard of you know the price the cost of everybody's living to right. like two dollars a day because yeah. they, it, it's easier to do that than it is to produce jobs. So, right, but but at the same time, you're going to drastically reduce your standard of living. Where they do, they you're going to live in a little yep. pod. It's a bit of a privacy. like a mental. It's a mental game, isn't it? Like you, you yeah. start to accept things. Uh, like they know, in, especially in the U.S., where everybody's living very high standard of living, or Western Europe. Yeah, you know, not not Poland. Fuck you, Miser. Stop <laughs> clicking on your fucking computer. Oh, sorry, I didn't know you could hear it. Sorry. So, yeah. No, this that, is some that, serious Orwellian the, shit, but I think it's. But this is what's happening. I, I mean, it's not happening. Um, you can look up, like, even the 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 big data stuff. You can look up A G uh, Agger. His his name is Agger. It's A G R E. He he was writing about big data like in the nineties, in academia. And everybody dismissed him, and he's like disappeared for for many years. But he's like resurfaced recently, or his friends in academia have like tried to get him to come back. But he he predicted everything that's happening now about big data. So if you want to like looking to anything that's like new, and you know yeah. he 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 predicted everything. His name is Agar. I don't know how you spell it. A G R E. Agar. Agar. Agar or something. But he, he seemed to have predicted everything that's happened in terms of big data. And the same thing is happening with the plutocrats. Is that well, they've, you know, they've got like a sugar mountain, right? That's why, that's why I'm drinking Coke now or uh, beer. You know, it, the, the sugar mountain is huge. So they basically pay for all the political candidates to get, you know, elected. I don't know. And then the the, when, I, when I started thinking about you know, the secret history and the secret people that run everything. The thing I get hung up on is money because money is, is really just this imaginary concept. And, you know, if you don't have enough money, they, all they have to do is just say, Oh, well, here's some more. Let's just, let's just make more. And there's nothing behind the money. They just print more money. But I think, I think the currency that they that interests them is is not money; it's power. Yeah, and they just want to be on top. Like Hunter Biden is yeah, just had use, money uses his currency against matter. his dad to get money. Yeah. yeah, I mean, what what do you think motivates these people? Like, what is? I don't know. I guess I look at it like when you've had money your whole life and you've eaten the best food I and think you've banged you know i i understand what you're hookers. saying yeah i understand what you're saying i think it's it's the the same thing that you like experience in high school you know high school you know life is just high school with money it's it's those kind of ideas that they put in your head when you're in school so or, you, or in high school yeah. you're not going to get any pussy and the you're 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 stupid and you're poor and then even somebody like uh, you know, George Bush or Hunter Biden, 
they have a sort of uh, lack of self-esteem that is like bullied into them mm. and that's I, i'm not i'm not talking about them specific, specifically i just know I, I grew up with rich people and i know that that is like you know your dad's a doctor your dad's a lawyer but you're a fucking loser and they will bully that into you so those people they don't necessarily jump out of the uh, they're not going to take a left turn. They're not going to. They're going to try and like George Bush. You know, he's a. He's not smart. He's a dumbass. But he's going to yeah. end up like being their slave. And then that. Well, I what... agree. I and I think I think some of the softest people in the world are rich, rich people's kids because they, they do. They just yeah. they go through life having everything handed to them. So yeah, but they don't. They're playing in a different a different world. You know, so they have to play along with that as well. Just like Ivanka or Kushner, they're born into this like high privileged world. Doesn't mean they've got more money. But doesn't I'm curious mean that though, in... how many how many factions of these plutocrats, as you say, they're basically all just jockeying for to be number one. And we're not even talking about money or economic wealth. We're talking like ultimate power to control, you know, I win. It's like a chess game, right? Yeah. And I just wonder how many factions are are, are there against each other? Because, again, this is all this ruling class bullshit that we'll never... We're nothing. We are just less than nothing to these people. You know? Yeah, I think that they're all fighting with each other, and we're just like collateral damage or whatever. Like, yeah. you've got the Trump and the Clinton and the Bush and dynasties fighting fighting it out yeah. and Trump, That's why. Trump definitely he's the ultimate outsider he they made it clear from day one you are not part of the club you're not allowed in the clubhouse you, you don't get to play the game and he said fuck you I'm gonna play the game and they did not because like the that. way the way he took the money is you know the way he took yeah. the money is very kind of uh, as long as you support like uh, like I have written down here rationalize states rationalize the state cycle you have to rationalize the state cycle whether you're in the media or whether you're a politician or whether you're a billionaire as long as you rationalize the state cycle maybe yeah, cycle yeah. the cycle is between the politicians and the media it goes round and round like como as long as he says the right things politically the media will support him yeah, it's called playing like, the game. He can rape people or whatever. Trump can rape people, but if he doesn't support the... Trump did not play by the rules, and he got, yeah. so, he got burned. So he gets He's fucked out. up. He's out. But, we don't even know where he is. But there's a, there's money in rationalizing that state. The state. Well, there's more so than money. As... It's, it's protection. It's rewards. It's saying, you're safe now. You're, you're one of us. We'll take care of you. You know, yeah. it's like... Well, and I do believe not... that... You know, I don't know about the whole eating babies thing, but I think every one of these people, everyone we see on TV is compromised in some way. They've got they've got something on on everybody. Yeah. You the, know, the skull and bone stuff. They basically do it yeah. at college or what is it? Bohemian Grove. Just a yeah. load of gay guys getting filmed fucking each other. And then yeah. skull and bones is a load of the same kind of thing. And that is what binds them. And then there's also like the getting around fucking know, each other in the ass. Yeah. That's early, disgusting. very early. No, I mean, it could be anything. Well, it could be they could uh, they could make you kill somebody. They could, you know, 
I mean, you can do That's all kinds of That's what they do in the Mafia, right? Yeah. In the Mafia, yeah. you basically... They fuck these... you in the ass in the Mafia? No, I mean, mm. they do the same thing. You know, they give you the gun, you say, kill this Metaphorically. guy. Metaphorically, yeah. Yeah. You're, you're, you're basically in the club if you kill this guy for me. Then, right. then we can so trust you. The same thing happens at a gay level. Yeah, yeah, he's saying then you're, then you're stuck. Yeah, he's saying then you're stuck, yeah, basically. Yeah, of course. Even a very, even lower, even lower levels of that. Um, I forgot. What? what? I forgot what I was going to uh, What? There was something along those lines. In a more, uh, in the, maybe the Manson thing. You know, he was getting yeah. people who'd done things, and then other all these cults they do the same thing. I think it's yeah. a lower level cult I'm thinking of, but they they basically get you, they get you to do something, and then from that point on, they've got oh no, it's just son of Sam. All the son of Sam people would, you know, once they'd like taken part in stabbing some, you know, in a ritual killing or something, they basically yeah. had them. So then you're part of the cult. You know, you yeah, might do it, it when you're on acid or when you're drunk or something, but they've still got you. Just like this podcast. You know, if I call people Chinese wiggers, you know, right. Chinese niggers on this podcast, you know, Brasky owns me. He could, like, exactly. bribe me. He could bribe me or sell me to the FBI or CIA, that kind of thing. Fucking so, they do it. I got to look at the possibilities here. So yeah. uh, I've got like so a, I've got how much? How much could I sell waste of massive overdraft? <laughs> Anybody <laughs> wants to take take off? Well, my I mean, debts? I I feel I feel okay talking about it because we're so insignificant. We're so, we're so insignificant. You know, we're, we're no threat to anybody. But the minute you're a threat. They'll, they'll just kill you, and, and I'm, you know the that's why I don't... say something that someone disagrees with, and they're not intelligent enough to debate you, or to have an argument with you, or even to call you out on it. That's when they're gonna fall back on this bullshit and play fucking the victims, the me too's, the fucking the government well, fucking framing you up. Anytime you're willing to fucking take a step back and let them do that shit because they can't hold a debate. That's, that's when you fail. Like we, we a few about, weeks right? ago, we had Mel Gibson tape play, and we still showed how Mel was able to be successful in Hollywood because he didn't take the bait. He just said "fuck you." It's the people that go along with it, the ones that are like, "Yeah, hey, okay, you know." Haha. Those yeah, are the fuckers that get canceled. That that. Know, that's why they got Weinstein and Louis C.K. and all these types of people is because yeah. they already bought into that kind of uh, rhetoric. So they made examples of them. I mean, yeah. Louis C.K. He was basically saying, "You know what, Hollywood? I don't need you. Uh, I make my money directly from my fans. I fund everything myself." He was basically doing crowdfunding. And I think it's more like how dangerous they are, as a bit like Lennon or the Cobain or Tupac. As these people start to break away, like uh, Kobe, um, Cosby. They get too big. They get too right. big, it's, and, it, and that's when they influence. think. It's, yeah, it, and there's it, also it's like their influence. Yeah, like Randy was talking about the the guy who wrote the you know uh, Freeway Rick Ross book. The guy who wrote, if you go after the CIA in books, they killed that guy Gary Webb. You know he died. They they like suicided him because he's basically going after the CIA in those books. So it's when you're going into books or when you're a celebrity and they can't control you, 
Right. That's when, and a bit like Trump, they can't control him. So that's when they bring in all these weird tactics that they use to either first they're trying to get him with like Russia Gate. They're just going at him from all angles. Do you think that maybe at one point this is what happened to Axl Rose? Because I mean, if you go back in time and you read, you know, the uh, the gossip rags at the fucking grocery store, everything was about Axl Rose making women shit in cat litter boxes and beating them and blah blah blah. He was the biggest rock star in the world. Do you think he got to a point where it's like, hey, Axel, you either gonna play ball with us or uh, we're gonna take care of you? And uh, you know, Axel just said, "Fuck it, I'll go disappear and hide in my house." Yeah, I think, like I said on that the the conspiracy episode, that after one in a million, suddenly Axel kind of disappeared. Yeah, I I don't know. I don't think he's smart enough. I think I think he just that, that was the Time magazine. I read this Time magazine in nineties. Where it was, I don't know who was on the cover, or it was a huge like Time magazine article about Guns N' Roses and Axel. And what they said was, what they play is very, very good, and what they say is very, very bad. And but basically, they were too stupid to be a threat. Like Axel yeah. wasn't smart, wasn't smart enough. He wasn't like John Lennon. He right, wasn't I smart enough to I cause a problem. Axel, that he had Axel's some kind of right wing. But I think it's like he had some kind of right wing. Like uh, what? Uh, they call him white trash. You know, yeah. is that he's not a threat in the same right. way? Maybe, and that he doesn't. He doesn't. He wasn't going after the anti-war, and you can see now. I don't know. I don't know why he went after Trump. I think the Trump thing is like personal. No, you went after Trump because you have to. He's he's a celebrity. Okay. If you don't, uh, you're not I, a celebrity. It's possible. I think I think that uh, Trump fucked Stephanie Seymour back in the day, and that that's the beef. I think they don't. They both come from Indiana. There's some kind of no. Trump's from New York. Okay. No, he he only started bashing Trump because it's it's a fashionable thing to do, and you know he he clearly was in a position where. He needed that five hundred million dollars. He wasn't about to lose more than half of it by saying, "You know what? Yeah. Trump's not that it's bad." It definitely, definitely, I'm not. I don't understand. Because it, yeah, he's never. I been think. That I think political. if he, I think they knew their background, but they knew one in a million was sitting there, and all and their whole like back off page, all the all the things that they were criticized and were let off for in the eighties. Would just wait sitting there. If you went, if you supported Trump, then everybody would turn on you, and it would be an easy kill. You'll you be know what's funny, guys? Bring up I don't song. mean to interrupt, but on the topic of one in a million, don't interrupt I, me. I'm going to interrupt you, and then you can interrupt no, me. Right back. Yeah, I will stop. You rat bastard. What I'm saying is, though, on one in a million, we'll get right back to wasted on this. I've never really heard anyone who has had the balls to do like a vocal. Uh, you know, impression of it to to try to sing it. I mean, it's a hard song. I mean, I don't Marilyn know. Marilyn Manson did it. Marilyn Manson. Mar- Marilyn Manson claimed he was going to do it, but no, it's never surfaced. You know, really? if, if he recorded it, which I I doubt. Oh, I've listened it. to it. No. No. Every one of his no. songs is basically one in a million. There. D- Dustin <laughs> Bones did one though. He said he was going to cover it and like like a, an actual legitimate cover. And he said this uh, about 90, 98, 99, and then he, he, he pushed out and he never did it. Okay. Miser, have you ever sung it? 
Um, maybe once or twice privately, but never publicly, no. Why not? Uh, well, I don't want to be, I mean, I live in, you know, fucking Brooklyn, dude. I mean, you know, kind of self-explanatory. I don't want to be here fucking lynched. Well, lynched by who? Well, you know, well, the fucking people around here. You know, come on, dude. Who's around there? Well, I don't know. I just, it's not really something you do publicly. I mean, I don't, I actually in real life go out, go out of my way to fucking offend people, you know? Well, I'm not saying it's an offensive song. I don't think it is. Well, I mean, you know, most of the people around here are, like, immigrants from the Middle East. And, like, you know, immigrants and faggots would not really play well around here. You know what I'm saying? So in your so in the, the place you live, there's a lot of immigrants and faggots. Well, I mean, yeah, I think there's a lot of immigrants and faggots anywhere you go. I mean, you know, I think everybody's kind of like a faggot. But um, Are there bullies and niggers? Well, I mean, not Should in my neighborhood. stay out of your no, way? Oh, no. I mean, I probably should stay out of their way, honestly. Do you want to buy any of their gold bracelets today? Um, that, was, that was Duff Line, wasn't it? Well, I don't know. I, I thought the whole thing was Axel, but I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I think the whole no, thing was I, Axel. No, no. There's definitely yeah, a I line mean, in I there. Point, no, because Axel says you, that line is Duff. The, the gold change today is Duff's line. But it's, the Duff's a quarter black, though, so I don't know. Yeah, but that's People why, you know, of... Duff is like, that's why Duff's so scared, you know? People like get he married tired a supermodel. Jane's addiction because I love Jane's addiction and uh, you Harry know. Harry Fowl sucks. And Ragnar can't listen to it because he says it sounds like a goat and it turns him on. And uh, now listen, they have a song called Whores, and they play whores. They have played whores their entire career, and the song's lyrics says. Way down low where the streets are nigger, nigger. Way down low where the streets are littered, <laughs> I find my fun with the freaks and the niggers. And he's been singing that song since 1986, and up until today, I've never heard anyone complain about that ever. Yeah, well, well because uh, he's a, well, he's part of the, the club. He's a like a John Lennon song, isn't it? Well, Perry Farrell can say that because he's gay, so you know he's kind of part of the club in a sense. You know, he's not gay. A guy that sings like him is definitely not a straight man. I bet, you know, he's probably screwed around with dudes when he was, uh, you know, on heroin, but he's he's definitely oh, not oh, he's, he's got He's got a hot Asian wife, you know. I, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I it's think... It's funny how a lot, of, a lot of guys end up with, you know, trophy Asian wives after, like... Uh, after they've banged all the all the groupies like uh, Trent Reznor has a trophy but, Asian wife. What's he called? Uh, Mega Dave. There's a lot of uh, American like rockers that en- that end up with like Christian girl women. Yeah, like that's why it's probably like pretty much a Christian, right? Right. And Mega Dave married a like a full blown. Christian. Me- Me- Megadeth? Megadeth, yeah. Uh, sorry. It's a good start. Uh, there's like six beers and there's like six of these whiskey drinks. So, anyway, 
a lot of the I don't know I think the conspiracy stuff isn't as mysterious as as people make it out when you just look at the true human history there's always going to be the haves and the have-nots and then the controlling class and the and the and the peasants but you know people want to introduce a lot of really weird you know psychedelic stuff into it and like oh the like I love Alex Jones I think he's out of his goddamn mind but I that where he explains how you know, you communicate with these beings from other dimensions by turning your heart off for five minutes and then you can communicate and then you bring their technology back with you. And that's how they that's how NASA built their <laughs> their spaceships and stuff. I mean, I'm quite I don't know what to the, um, the who built the moon conspiracy, but I want to keep that back for a bit. What about Tarantino? Tarantino's mother uh, recently, like responded you know she was saying that you know tarantino responded to her like comments and said that she would he would never give her a penny yeah did you see yeah, that i just read did that you... i just read that S- this week yeah like yeah. she was saying that you know he would never give her penny one because you know well, she didn't support his mum would his mum would bitch at him about him saying uh, she said oh by the way this little writing career you know this little writing career you're do- you're you're doing that's fucking over, and then he's yeah. saying like you know, and what she said to me in that sarcastic way, I was in my head. I go, okay, lady, when I become a successful writer, you will never see penny one from my success. There'll be no house for you, no vacation, no Elvis Cadillac. You know, you get nothing because you said that. I mean, and that, apparently he, he stuck to his word and he didn't give yeah. any money to his mom. Yeah, he paid off some tax bill, but he never gave her any money. But I mean, what what do old women really need other than a problem to complain about? They don't really need money, <laughs> do they? I, I mean, I don't know, as long as they have, you know. But it's weird place. that that is what kind of maybe took him from, because they were saying that, you know, this is, he was getting bad grades at school and then they did this to him and this is what drove him. So it's, it's basically whatever your mother hates, you're going to do. Interesting. Interesting. I'm trying to think about my mom, if she drove me in any way. And yeah, but, really you know, my, Would you, if you were going nice. to take a girl back to your mum, what, what would she be like? Exactly like your mum or would she be like some slag? Um, in my case, I've I've typically looked for really nice, decent girls like my mom. Yeah, yeah, just like so. That's why my you're mom's not successful. My mom's a, she's that's crazy. why you're not successful. Yeah, probably. That's that, probably. I'm not. I'm not joking. I'm not. I'm not being trying to be horrible to you. No, I'm but it's, maybe it's that's weird. what drives these maniacs to, to yeah. do really. Because Tarantino is fucking trying very, very hard. You know. Yeah. And. You know, I would argue he's he's exceeded his skill levels as as far as writing because, like they say, like when he writes a script, it's just a piece of shit. Like it, it's got mistakes everywhere and everything. So that's why I I said somebody must have really cleaned up that novel. Did you read I mean, it? I can't. Yeah. I don't know if you read the whole thing or not. I listened. I listened to it on. I listened. I listened to the audio book. Oh, with uh, what's your face reading it? Uh, yeah, chicken, I don't. You know, the, the it's chicken shows her tits in. Uh, uh, yeah, my Fast favorite, my favorite girl. 
Jennifer Jason Lee. Yeah, Jennifer Jason Lee. Yeah. Uh, Randy yeah, sent me the yeah. book, sent me the audio file. It's Phoebe Cates' like, titty scene is more famous, but Jennifer Jason Lee shows her tits in that movie too. Don't forget. Which one? Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Oh, okay. I don't think I've ever seen that. You've probably seen the titty parts at least. It's a I good have. movie. With uh, Cameron Crowe wrote it. It's about. I know it's good, but I just don't. Loosely based it. on his high school experience back in the seventies. Yeah, I've seen the other the uh, the other one. Uh... Cameron Crowe. Yeah, Cameron Crowe did that rock and roll movie. Oh, almost, almost famous. Yeah. Oh, famous. Yeah, yeah I've I seen that like once. Really good. I liked it. Gentlemen. Yeah. It's getting closer mm-hmm. to that time. We got about 15 minutes left in the show, if that. Um, final thoughts for this evening, final statements, anyone uh, wasted? We'll start with you. Hello? Sorry, I'm, I'm just finished my drink. Okay, we'll come back to you. Miser, anything yeah. you'd like to say? Any final thoughts? Um, What do you call it? No, I mean, what do you call it? You know... I just want to see where this whole fucking thing goes with um, GNR, I guess. I mean, it's kind of interesting, you know, and just, I don't know, everybody, I hope everybody's doing well out there, and, you know, it's been a fun month, and what do you call it? I hope everybody has fucking just peace and love, you know? Well, that's nice, Miser. All right, E.T., you're, you're fucking returned. How, how does it feel, buddy? Uh, it's okay. I mean, I have my ups and downs. Sometimes I just sit in my room and I think, God, I hate myself. I hate myself so much. I really well, hate myself. Well, E.T., I didn't want to forget. We uh, Last week, we knew you were on assignment and that uh, you got into the Olympic Village and you managed to get the power cut. Did you manage to grab a gymnast? Because I don't hear any uh, screaming in the background. Uh, well, I tried, but, you know, the gymnast got me. They're, they're stronger than they look. And uh, one minute, I'm, I'm sneaking up behind him. I mean, her. And... Um, Next thing I know, I'm flat on my ass. I mean, they, they've got these uh, gymnastics tricks that they do. It's pretty impressive stuff. So, so no, no, that was not successful. But I do, I do want to say I'm really excited about um, the marriage of W. Axl Rose and Alex J. Murphy on the Detroit merchandise. Uh, Guns N' Roses and RoboCop together forever. Is a beautiful thing. Well, that's very sweet. Also, wasted. You're gonna get last uh, last goodbyes of the evening. I really appreciate you being on. Your lover hates you as usual, but uh, we love you. So, anything you'd like to say before we head out? Wasted out. Nice towel. You here? I guess not. All right, folks. <laughs> and remember, satellites gone up to the sky. that drive me out of my mind I watched it for a little while I like to watch things on TV Satellite of love Satellite of love Satellite of love Satellite Satellite's gone way up to Mars 
Soon it'll be filled with park and cars I watched it for a little while I love to watch things on TV Harry, Mark, and John Monday and Tuesday, Wednesday to Thursday With Harry, Mark, and John Satellites gone up to the skies Things like that drive me out of my mind For a little while I love to watch things on TV Satellite of love Satellite